What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to do another video on Christian nationalism. Today, we're going to be talking about the Statement on Christian Nationalism and the Gospel, a group of Christian nationalists that excluded myself uh, came out with a statement on Christian nationalism in the gospel. I got to give a shout out to Violet Chikuni because she challenged me to do this project, but apparently some other brothers in Christ were way ahead of me on it. They were months ahead of me on it. I mean, I just got challenged to do this the other week, but nonetheless, they came out with the work. They did the heavy lifting and they asked for edits and recommendations to improve the documents. So I have done just that. We're going to talk about that, those recommendations and edits in today's video. But first, I want to let you know Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry. You can support us over on our Patreon-like system if you really want to support us and show us the love. Otherwise, just like this video, subscribe to the channel or podcast if you are new. Those really help with the magical algorithms, and we appreciate that. That's the least you can do. Uh, otherwise, we do have a free newsletter that gets you Christian news in your inbox, bypassing big tech censorship. So I want to first start off with the article that I wrote, and then we're going to get into the changes side by side that I've made. Uh, so I'm titling this article in video and podcast or whatever, making the Christian nationalist statement more based. On Monday, like I said, a group of Christian nationalists unveiled a statement in similar fashion to the statement on social justice and the gospel, called the statement the statement on Christian nationalism and the gospel. And yeah, there's a whole thing about Fontgate because they used a lot of the same font uh, that founders not G3, but I believe Founders Ministry was more responsible for the creation of the statement on social justice and the gospel because they were using, like, the free fonts on Google or whatever. But they did try to make it look alike, but who cares? It's not a sin issue. Um, there are a number of superficial... Uh, I, I said in 48 hours I would make edits, so here we are within 48 hours. Uh, there are a number of superficial changes related to formatting that were made but uh, there are a, a few key differences, and that's what I want to highlight. Most significantly, Article 18, Just War, ha uh, was an Enlightenment philosophy superimposed on a Christian statement uh, with tangential support from Scripture. So one of the things that I'm going to argue is that Just War theory is not biblical. Like, it just simply isn't in the Bible. It's not taught in the Bible. It's a Enlightenment philosophy that we've superimposed onto the text using eisegesis i would say it's you don't exegete that from the text you just don't uh my brother wrote an article about that but simply put it's not grounded in scripture and the bible verses that they put in the original uh article 18 did not support the theory that they laid out and if you were to apply just war theory to the bible you would have a bunch of characters violating just war theory uh, you know, the book of Joshua, for instance, would be a complete violation of just war theory as it was an offensive war. And obviously David and Solomon and their kingdom expansion would also be a violation of just war theory. So 
not something that you can really superimpose into scripture. I don't think it's biblical. That doesn't mean it's bad, but just isn't grounded in scripture. So it shouldn't be in a Christian statement. Uh, but instead, I replaced it with a very robust uh, statement on uh, military conflict and stuff like that, uh, as well as military in general. So uh, that and we also talk about Israel. So let's actually get to the side by side. That way we can just uh, talk about this more frank because we're going to read this. So we're going to go to the compatibility mode. Uh, Definition, Christian nationalism is a set of governing principles rooted in scripture's teachings on Christ's rule as supreme uh, Lord and King of all creation who is ordained civil magistrates with delegated authority to be under him over the people to order their ordained jurisdiction by punishing evil and promoting good for his own glory and the common good of the nation. So that's the definition of Christian nationalism according to this statement. Uh, So far, so good. Uh, Obviously, we have some formatting issues. We're going to skip the introduction because uh, that's not really where the key differences are. So the article one is about uh, affirming the Bible as inerrant, infallible, necessary, final authority, you know, all that good stuff we believe about the Bible. So I'm not going to focus any... Uh, more time on that. On two, Orthodox Christian faith, it says we affirm the Orthodox Christian faith as defined by historic creeds. Example, Apostles' Creed, Nicene Creed, Athanasian Creed, which the Christian church throughout history has universally affirmed. And we deny that Orthodoxy is defined by any particular confession. So I guess that means like the Westminster Confession, the London Baptist Confession of Faith, uh, stuff like that. Uh, three, uh, article three standard of justice. We affirm that God's word is authoritative on everything which it out to which it speaks. And we affirm that God's word speaks abundantly regarding the nature and importance of civil government and justice. We affirm that God's moral law is enduring and binding on all people, including civil magistrates and nations throughout all time, and that it is summarily comprehended in the Ten Commandments. We further affirm that every political thought must be taken captive to the obedience of Christ. That's based. And then it goes on to say we deny that there is any objective standard by which to discern justice from injustice outside of God's revelation written on the heart and most perfectly revealed in Scripture. We deny that governing officials may rule autonomously from the rule of Christ, and we deny that Christians may embrace any political ideology or position not rooted in Scripture. Based. Uh, Definition of a nation. This is where we're going to have some key differences between Christian nationalism and a lot of other Christians out there who don't know what a nation is. I'm talking about G3. We affirm that a nation is not merely an idea, abstract principle, or ideology, but tangibly defined by a particular people in a particular place. We affirm that a particular people and are necessary are necessarily bound together by both a shared culture and history and may be comprised of multiple ethnicities while sharing common interest, virtues, language, and worship. We affirm in regards to, in regard, that's the first edit so far as I take out the S, to place um, that a nation is distinctively 
uh, set by both its borders and times physically defined by God. Thusly, we affirm that nations should rightly remain autonomous, maintain autonomous government and sovereign control of their people and place with necessary rights and duties to, one, prioritize safety and prosperity and well-being of their defined limited national citizenry first and foremost before seeking the good of non-citizens and global population, two, Secure their borders. Three, punish evil within their sovereign territory. But I replace sovereign territory with with jurisdiction. Four, this I added number four, reward that which is good in their jurisdiction. And I made their number four, number five, and establish five, a necessary defense against potential foreign adversaries. We deny that a nation should cede its sovereignty to international bodies that may subvert the will of national interests for a global order. We deny that any efforts to establish a one-world government system before the return of Christ, as such efforts are a modern-day reenactment of the Tower of Babel. We further deny that sovereign nations must be composed of mono-ethnic populations, and I replace what they said uh with uh, in order to honor God. Therefore, as Christian nationalists, we utterly repudiate synthic, sinful ethnic partiality in all its various forms. So if you're watching this, red is what I've removed, green is what I've added. Uh, Article 5, the nature of Christ's lordship in his kingdom. We affirm that in addition to possessing titles of Savior, Messiah, and many others, Jesus the Son of God, who is truly God and is also King of all earthly kings, the Lord of all of all lords, and the lawmaker for all earthly lawmakers, is the possessor of all authority on heaven and on earth. We affirm that God, Jesus Christ, is preeminent over all creation, sovereign, sovereignly rules over all things, visible and invisible in heaven, earth, and hell, and ordains all things according to the counsel of his perfect will for the good of those who are in him. In his mediatorial rule, Christ rules by his Holy Spirit and word through earthly authority, which he divinely has ordained to execute his will on earth to orient humankind towards himself. We affirm that Christ alone, through the blood of his cross, grants repentance and forgiveness of sins to reconcile sinners to his Father. We deny any theology which would seek to segregate sacred aspects of life where God's word is authoritative and supposedly secular aspects of life where God must operate by a standard other than God's word. We deny any theology which claims that bringing God's word into the civil sphere is unwise, unfruitful, or anything other than fitting and required. We deny that Jesus' kingship and lordship are merely heavenly or that his word is only authoritative over confessing Christians. That's based. Really based right there. How can we make this more based? Well, we're going to get to that in Article 10 for sure. Uh, I'm going to skip to... uh, So in Article 6, I make an improvement here. We deny the authority of civil officials, and I make that decrees because I felt like document was confusing, or documents was confusing here to contradict what God has said in order in his word or to govern beyond the bounds of 
God's word has established for him. I thought document was very confusing there. And we also see that they have the uh, def uh, the definition of government, the Romans 13 of rewarding good and punishing evil in Article 7. Uh, but in Article 7, I make some key changes here. In the last sentence of the affirmations, we affirm that government has the right to inter intervene to prevent or stop any ceremonial religious practice, religious is in quotes, that violate natural law and welfare of mankind, including but not limited to child sacrifice. I add female genital mutilation and I qualify polygamy as cultic polygamy uh, because that's explicitly condemned in scripture. Child sexual exploitation acts of religious masochism, financial scams. I add financial scams because of all the financial scams that are out there done on religious uh, ground. So this would include uh, Scientology and a bunch of other uh, programs that are out there and so forth. So I, I, I added two uh, ones that I feel like should have been made. In, uh, and then here I make a grammatical change. Uh, on the purpose of civil government, uh, I slim it down. We affirm that unjust laws, and I remove the examples and just say, examples aforementioned often debauch a people and that just laws have the, an evangelistic impact. And then for the denials, I add this. We deny that consent is a standard for morality and law. And that's true. Oh, that shouldn't be in a separate paragraph though, but that's how this happened when I downloaded it. Uh, so we're not going to get any significant differences until on nationalism and policy priorities. This is Article 10 of the Statement on Christian Nationalism in the Gospel. We affirm that nations possess an inviolable right to establish justice and safeguard peace and prosperity of their own citizens in the face of unjust international pressures. We affirm that the specific short-term policies of Christian nationalism in the context of the United States, I made that a prepositional phrase or whatever that's called in grammar, so I added two columns there, are repentance and faith, which lead to the, and I've replaced abolition with criminalization of abortion, the defeat of the, and I, and this is what I don't ever believe that Christians should do. We shouldn't say LGBTQ. We should never really say that. that that's Satan's language. So I replaced that with, Homosexual transvestite pedophile agenda. We're going to spell it out for you. This is what it is. Placing parents in control of education, caring for widows and orphans, and de-weaponizing the federal and state bureaucracies which target Christians for censorship and persecution, securing our borders, recapturing our national so sovereignty from godless global entities who present a grave threat to civilization like the United Nations, the World Health Organization, and the World Economic Forum, etc., and exercising far more restraint in American international military intervention and adventurism in overseas democracy building. We affirm that different forms of government can achieve just laws, and we do not seek to coerce nations into one particular form of government. And that's based. I like that. Uh, I had a further deny in this. And this is where we get a little more based. 
So it says we deny seeking to maintain and assert. Uh, we deny that seeking to maintain and assert national sovereignty against wicked global entities has anything to do with dislike for any particular race or nation. We deny that the sin of racism has any place in the Church of Jesus Christ or any nation that seeks to honor Him. On the contrary, a Christian nation would be impartial in judgment. And I add this: we further deny that a Christian nation has the duty has a duty to protect, honor, and support the contemporary nation state of Israel. So, obviously, Disby Premills most hit by this statement here, but it's true. Uh, I feel like this denial matches up with the first denial about uh, national sovereignty against wicked global entities, of which I would consider the contemporary nation state of Israel a, you know, not a nation that shares our values, our interests. Their interests are in destabilizing the Middle East. Uh and our interest, you know, shouldn't be there. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. So, but many Christians believe that we have a moral obligation to the contemporary nation state of Israel. We do not. And I want to make that clear. And that's a pretty unifying belief among Christian nationalists. As far as foreign policy goes, we don't believe that Israel is a special nation because we largely just reject dispensational views on Israel as a contemporary nation state. So that's worth specifying. So Article 18 is where we get a lot of uh, stuff going on here. So this is a complete overhaul. There's very little in common here. I believe I keep one sentence from the original in common. So this is what it looks like uh, now, because in the beginning it had just war theory. So war is only to be waged, uh, one, for a just cause involving the protection of human life from persecution, a little subjective, uh, as a last resort when peaceful methods of conflict resolution have been diligently pursued and exhausted, again, subjective standard, Three, in pursuit of achievable goals. That's a pretty subjective standard as there. Four, with pure moral or pure motive and intention of establishing peace and justice as quickly as possible. And five, uh, by moral... Uh, sorry, this is where it gets confusing when you use a text editor. Uh, scrup 
Basically, it's talking about scrupulously avoid civilian casualties and only inflict as much violence as necessary for the achievement of the objective. We affirm that even when a war is just according to the above criteria, nations should be extremely cautious in discerning whether a proposed war is wise, taking every contingency into account. Uh, and then it goes on to condemn imperial wars waged uh, through human history for self-serving purposes such as vainglory or acquiring money, land, or natural resources, and those that who declare and wage such a war are guilty of the sin of murder. That goes a lot further than Scripture does, as, uh, again, we see in the book of Joshua, a war is waged for land and natural, therefore natural resources, and the Israelites aren't condemned as murderers for it. Uh, I think that goes a little too far. And then it says, we deny that war is ever a means of which the gospel or simply good ideas about government or, and society are to be spread. I, I do believe that, but I just overhauled that part too. Uh, and then it also talks about uh, coerced civilian participation in unjust wars, which I keep that part. So this is what I write instead. Uh, actually... Uh, when at all possible, a Christian nation should live in peace. We affirm that Christian nations have the highest obligation to avoid fratricidal war between one another. We affirm that there is a time for peace and a time for war. Uh, such, And that such warfare be conducted only on just and necessary conditions. We affirm that some Christians have a vocational calling for military service. We affirm that hum, uh, human life be taken into account when warfare is conducted. We deny that wars of regime, we, of regime change wars uh, to install democratic governments and wars made and prolonged for the enrichment of the military industrial complex are ever justified. We deny that governments have the, we deny that the government has a right to compel Christian believers to fight an unjust war against their conscience. We deny that women have any role to play in combat. That's my addition there. Uh, so you see, that's a much uh, different statement. I overhauled that, removed the just war theory language, and put something a lot more biblical in there, uh, as, especially when you take into account that the first couple of statements are basically paraphrases of Scripture, uh, superimposed into a more biblical view. And then I, I bring in some new scripture verses. Obviously, the first sentence was a mirroring of Romans 12, 18. And then we get a little bit of 2 Corinthians 13, uh, 11, which I added as well. Hebrews 10, 14, I added that as well. This is more about Christians living peaceably and stuff. And then Ecclesiastes 3, 8, where there's a time for peace and time for war. Uh, they had Exodus 22.2 and Deuteronomy 10.10, 10, uh, 2 Corinthians 10.4, which talks about spiritual warfare, and John 18.3-11, which talks about living by the sword, dying by the sword, and th that uh, part of the passion story. I also add Psalm 144.1 to talk about the vocational calling of Christians to war, where David talks about God trained uh, his hands for war. Genesis 1.27 was already in there, but I moved it 
First uh, Peter three seven and Isaiah nineteen sixteen are what I say to justify that women have no role to play in combat. First uh, Peter three seven talks about women being the weaker vessel, and then Isaiah nineteen sixteen talks about uh, Egypt becoming like women, the men becoming like women in their calamity. So that is a clear indication that, you know, you shouldn't have women fight for you. Shouldn't be women fighting for a nation like that. Uh, we're not the Soviet union. So that basically summarizes my edits to this document. I recommend you read it. And you know, when the time comes, I, I think it's a good document. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to not sign it because I disagree with the just war lang- language. I, again, I don't think just war theory is in the Bible. I think it's a secular enlightenment philosophy that we superimposed on scripture. I recognize that a lot of theologians have tried to come up with a just war theory. You know, I believe dating back to Augustine, Augustus, or, uh, not Augustus, Augustine and Thomas Aquinas and all that. So, but what they presented there is clearly that, that that's not in the Bible. It just isn't. So that's the main difference. And we're not going to sin for Israel. So those are some pretty key differences and distinctions that Christian nationalists have. Uh, uh, Spread the word about this statement. I encourage you to, and uh, let me know what you think about what I think. And also let them know what you think about what you think as relates to the statement on Christian, uh, uh, Christian nationalism and the gospel. So they're open for feedback. That's my feedback. Have a blessed day and I will catch you on the next one. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.